What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, Robin Wash at 7.30 today, lots more discussion in the head coach search for Nebraska as we have a bye week, no game this weekend. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to the show. Yes. Oh, we have Glad you are. Thank you. Good. Uh, We have some things to talk about. We do. Before that. And um, that's it. Do you want you to tell me? Yeah. Tell people what happened in the end. Yeah. F. L. Yeah. It was. Uh, you know, you don't typically get two Monday night football games. That was, you know, some sort of scheduling thing to do every year, beginning of the season. And last night they both were terrible football games. The Buffalo Bills are unstoppable. They are a. I don't, I don't know how you stop the Bills because they might have both the best offense and the best defense in the NFL. Is that right? I'm not kidding. Now, I know I'm sure Jay Foreman's listening, and Jay, yeah, this is this is a kudos to the Bills. I am scared for the upcoming game this Sunday <coughs> in Miami. Quick, quick turnaround for the Bills, though. Yes, that is one positive. Mm-hmm. But they also rested their starters in the fourth quarter. The Bills won 41-7 to over Tennessee last night. Now, keep in mind, keep in Here's the Bills. To, I, I, I rave about the Dolphins starting, you know, beating the Patriots and the Ravens, which are two good wins. Mm-hmm. The Bills' first two games have not just been wins. They have been blowouts against the defending Super Bowl champs, mm-hmm. the Rams, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. to begin the season on mm-hmm. Thursday Night Football. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you forget, Sip, because I forgot mm-hmm. that the Titans were the one seed last year in the AFC. People forget. They, 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 I don't forget. Bengals. I get you. Chiefs, Bills, no. The Titans were the one seed, and mm-hmm. they look like uh, a top five worst team in the NFL mm. last night. Interesting. I mean, it was 7-all, end of the first quarter, and it was never close ever again. Mm. So, congrats to the Bills. They look like the team they're supposed to be through two games. And then okay. the nightcap. The nightcap. Uh, Jalen Hurts, who people, that, they don't believe in Jalen Hurts. I mean, there's kind of, there's two parties. There's people that think he could be great. And those who think he's bound to be mediocre. Last night, he appeared to be a top-five quarterback in the NFL. No, not top-five. I mean, he appeared to be. Okay. Now, it was one game, but he was sensational last That's night. great to see. I mean, I, I... Two rushing touchdowns. One was from 27 yards. Just broke tackles. Mm-hmm. His his passing was incredible. Now, the Vikings don't play well in primetime. We all know that the Vikings fail in primetime. They lose 24-7. to And they had chances. I mean, they, they got the ball... Inside Eagles territory, several times via fumble or a pick, you know, one pick, and you know, some some stupid mistakes, mm-hmm. and they just kept throwing interceptions. I mean, J- Kirk Cousins was terrible last night, horrible, horrible, horrible. Had a bad game. He had a terrible game, twenty four seven, 
Eagles roll 2-0 and on the season. Vikings fall to 1-1. and And we're on to week three. Yeah, thank you for that report, Jake. Let's talk college football just, now. People, people want to know. People I know they know. did. I asked you, Jake. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, you can always call or text the show, 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Again, the show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. So, you saw on Sunday, Sip, that Herm Edwards was fired by Arizona State. Now, there's rumors that there could be a firing soon at Auburn. We'll see exactly what happens there. They got blown out 41-12 to by Penn State at home yeah. on Saturday. We'll yeah. see how long Brian Harson lands, or stay, you know, lasts right. at Auburn. Right. So, let's stick with the one that's open, though. Okay, I want to know from you guys, 464-5685, at this exact moment, what is the more attractive job, Nebraska or Arizona State? I find is, is there it, an obvious one here? Yes, to or not? yes. I find it to be a peculiar question. Okay. Well, there's. I mean, Nebraska's infinitely more attractive than Arizona State. Please tell the people why. Where do I start? Well, go through all the bullet points. I mean, I mean, what I covered last week is applies to this conversation. Nebraska's building a incredible facility next to its stadium, a $160 million training facility where, where all the operations will be for the new head coach and <laughs> another new batch of players. Uh, yeah, so again, yeah. <laughs> and, Recycle. Yeah. The NIL operation, um, ABM is well structured, well organized, well healed. And now Nebraska adds, Another NIL operation based out of Omaha with Chris Brown kind of being the, being the face of it. Um, and that will be as good or better than ABM. The, the, the next head coach will be walking into an organization that's up and running. Doesn't have to mess with it. Um, and that's those are two good, those are two excellent things. Nebraska's got w- much more tradition, and Nebraska's got a fan base that shows up for games. I mean, that does Ar- help. That's big. That's Arizona. Big. Arizona this year. Now there is an, in, there is an intriguing aspect of Arizona. Arizona State, State, right? Sorry, yeah, thank you. Arizona State. Um, I mean, they they drew, they beat Northern Arizona one of their games this year, forty to three, and drew forty four thousand people. Okay, they 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 lost to Eastern Michigan, which was the impetus to Herm Edwards yes. firing. Um, along with the NCA matters, where they blatantly brought in players during the COVID year <laughs> when they weren't supposed to. But anyway, um, they lost to Eastern Michigan in front of 43,000 people. Um, 43,000, okay. Now, their stadium, I didn't know this till last night, Sun Devil Stadium was reduced, the capacity got reduced a few years ago to 53,600. Which is a great idea, you know me. I oh, love yeah. that. Reduce, that. That's the yeah, what. That's the size. That's what you should be doing in college football, but they can't even pack a fifty-three thousand seat stadium. It wasn't a right. It wasn't a big game, to be fair. Uh, but I go back to last year, um, two thousand twenty-one. Uh, home loss to Washington State, seven thousand short it. of capacity. Home yeah. win against Stan- Stanford, seven thousand short of capacity. Home win against Colorado State, nine thousand short of capacity. Home win against UNLV, uh, eleven thousand short of capacity. Nebraska's got a fan base. Arizona State, it's, I mean, they they draw forty thousand people to games. Now that I don't think that'll ever happen here. 
I can't imagine 40,000 right. people at half the stadium, less than half the stadium right. showing up. Right. Um, that would be a disaster fee, as you Yeah, there say. we go. Yeah, nice. Disaster <laughs> fee. Yeah, That's a that, great we're, word. We're making that up. word real. I yeah. It speak needs it, to go to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Yeah, speak it into existence. Disaster fee. <laughs> so those are some reasons. Do you buy that? Why would you think, why would you raise the question that Arizona State is in any way a better program? Well, I, I would say I would counter on a couple of those points to say okay. if you are a coach that wants to go to a place you can win, the expectations aren't as high down there, right? They don't expect what Nebraska expects. We don't have real high expectations right now. I don't know if you've I, noticed. I, I know. They're, they're getting lower by the day. Right. But you still. <sighs> the bar is low here. The Jim. bar is low. It's incredibly low. Is it lower here or in Tempe? Uh, it's probably very similar. Very similar. Very similar. Now, Herm Edwards was fired with a 26-20 and 20 record, by the way. 26-20 and 20 looks magnificent at Nebraska right now. Yeah. It does. I mean, your last coach went 16-31 and 31 right. as a head coach. Right. What did Riley go? 19-19. and 19-19. 26-20 mm-hmm. and 20 doesn't look that bad to me right now. They haven't – Arizona State hasn't – Arizona State hasn't been to the Fiesta Bowl since 1997, a major bowl since 1997. Is that right? I think that's right. Um, but they, yeah, Jake, come the, on. The, I mean, the, this is a this is a program that gets close sometimes, but never closes the deal, right? Right. Right. But if if you're a coach like an Urban Meyer who's looking at a job, I mean, if. Come on. It should it shouldn't it be theoretically easier to recruit to Tempe than Lincoln, Nebraska, because of the of, theoretically, but this but the results don't suggest that. Nor do they in basketball. Bobby Hurley has made only two NCAA tournaments in six years. It's not it, it apparently isn't that easy to get athletes to Arizona State. To you would think it would be. Phoenix is the fifth largest city in the country. I, I don't have to tell you about the weather. I know I love there, especially in the winter. Yeah, it's I've incredible. Been several times. Yeah, now it's not a picnic in the summer. By the way, I've been to their basketball arena. Not impressive at all. Not impressive. So, no, those things, those sort of, those sort of knee-jerk reactions that you have, like, oh, it must be heavenly in Phoenix in the Scottsdale Tempe area. Well, if it's such a, if it's such a wonderful part of our society why are why aren't athletes student athletes flocking there they never win anything they never win anything have they ever had the coach that can get them over the hump well i mean yeah they had frank cush i think he got them over the hump to a a larger extent lately they tried dirt cutter cutter they tried Dennis Erickson, yeah. they tried Todd Graham. They did. Um, those guys were probably a little past their prime. Not not Dirk Cutter. He was a young gun that they brought in. That was and, before he went to the NFL. Right. Dirk just, Cutter. Just was, he was kind of the next young, hot coach, Dirk Cutter. Um, he brought a team in here and lost to Frank Solich. Um, I think it was a, yeah, yeah. He brought, he brought a team to Lincoln with that real good pass rusher that we've talked about. Terrell Suggs. Yeah, Terrell Suggs and lost big. And then and again, they had Dennis Erickson and Todd Graham. What have they done? What have they done, Jake? They haven't done much, right? Uh, uh-uh. I don't. I think it's an easy answer. Nebraska. Now, okay. well, that's why we're discussing. It. Yeah. On, on paper, some people might say nationally that Arizona State's a better job. 
But if you talk it out, I don't, I don't understand. And, and and the big thing from the text line, which is again the, the biggest part of all of this, is the fact that Nebraska is in a stable conference that's growing, right? And Arizona State is not. In in today, you know, who knows what the Pac-12 is in a couple of years? Right now, see Arizona, as Dennis Dodd writes, Arizona State seems like a chess piece in a tug of war between the Pac-12 and the Big Twelve in realignment. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Um, that's not, as Dennis points out, and Dennis, by the way, uh, was here for the game on Saturday. As Dennis points out, um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And, and as Barry pointed out, Barry Trammell, our friend Barry Trammell from the Oklahoman, as is the case in the Big 12, if the Pac-12 were to stay together, Arizona State would have a good shot at a playoff spot because it's not it's not particular it's not a particularly strong conference. They're thinking about it looks like their San Diego State and Fresno State are positioned to go into the Pac-12 if if it stays together and expands. San Diego State, Fresno State, you don't have you know you don't have a real hard road to first place in the Pac-12. I mean Oregon's. I don't know if Oregon's going to be there. Yeah. So you don't know what that conference is going to look like exactly. It's the same conversation in the Big 12. You could say, no, it's, it'll still be tough. And it will be tough to a certain extent, but not Big 10 tough and not SEC no, tough. No, no. Right, so access to the playoff, probably easier for Arizona State than Nebraska. But I'm not too worried about that right now. I need to read a surly text here real quick okay. because <laughs> – Wet blanket is just—is he smiling? You know, wet blanket, I is is bummed by how the season's going, but also smiling, saying "I told you so." Basically, okay. You know, he's been—that's fine. There's a lot of that. I, out I there. just want to read this text before we move on. He says, "Jake, how did you get Terrell Suggs from quote great pass rusher that we've talked about?" My mind went straight to Caleb Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> such a such a jerk. <laughs> He's it's actually jerk. pretty good. It's a great text. That's a pretty it's good a great text. text. Yeah. Thank you, Wet Blanket. Great text. Uh, I love that, that Wet yeah. Blanket keeps us Oh, it keeps us on. He, he keeps, keeps us real. But he, he sends yeah. dates by, by, of things he said and, and things we've said I, on the text I, line. But Wet Blanket, I, I most assuredly have that coming. So, thank you. Uh, Joe and Boulder, who, by the way, I met at the tailgate show. He stopped by. He no, had, you didn't. Yeah, he, I did. He had just played Sand Hills Golf Course in Mullen. Great course. Joe and Boulder stopped he, by and said yeah, hi to you. He, Where was I? You had already been gone. You were oh, you left. He man. dropped me off a couple ball markers from the golf course. I they're like like poker chip poker chips. They look awesome. Sweet. Uh, Joe and Boulder says, simply put, Nebraska is committed to building a football program. Arizona State is a party school. Right. That would be would like to be okay, but with lots of distractions. It's clearly Nebraska's the better job. <laughs> You can kind of tell Nebraska's the better job by looking at some of the coaching candidates that get thrown out there. Um, for Arizona State, Tom Herman. Tom Herman. I don't think fans here are pushing back that badly on that narrative. because I, that, Tom he, Herman? He, he's been not a ton mentioned, but he's been brought up here. Okay, well – Fans here like to play the moral clause a lot. Yes. <laughs> Careful with that one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, um, Van, how come Vance Joseph never comes up around here? I don't. I personally don't want Vance Joseph. I've seen what, if you, what if you paired Vance Joseph and his brother Mickey Joseph? Well, it's interesting. Um, 
few teams as Arizona Central, AZ Central, which is I I don't know who what azcentral.com points out that a few teams have been better at getting after the quarterback than the Arizona Cardinals under Joseph, who's their defensive coordinator. Yeah, well, what about the other stats defensively, though? I mean, his points per game aren't great against him. Okay. Listen, I saw him in, in Miami for a couple years. Okay. And they got to the postseason, but the defensive rankings were not good. I bet a lot of fans here, Jake, would be would 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 wrap their arms around Vance Joseph and Mickey Joseph. Well, I'm sure they would, and I'd be I guess I'd be curious, but that's by no by no means my top targets for the job. I'm reading azcentral.com's targets for potential targets for the Arizona State job. How about Dan Mullen? That makes sense. There, he, gets, sure. he comes. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. It's up a lot. Makes sense there. Um, How about... How would fans here take Dan Mullen? I don't think it'd go over that well. I don't, I, I, uh-uh. I mean, even though Mullen had five top 15 finishes in 13 seasons at Florida and Mississippi State, five top 15 finishes in 13 seasons, I think it would be met with a yawn and consternation. That's not a good combination for an AD if your fan base is yawning. There'd be a yawn. Yeah, there'd be a yawn for sure. Yeah. It would feel like, I was going to say the end, which might might be a little much. It would feel like this is, uh uh-uh. It wouldn't feel good. Herman, no go, no go. Not big enough name. This place needs a bigger name. Okay. Now Herman, I mean the thing is, this is interesting. Herman doesn't come up here. He doesn't. He was thirty-two and eighteen at Texas. Thirty-two me, and eighteen. You, who's a bigger name? He was four and zero in bowl games. Yeah. He he was thirteen and one at Houston. In six seasons, he never had a losing record, and he's finished in the top. 25 four times two times in the top 10 he's accomplished okay what would, what would happen if nebraska hired him would, i would just it, don't think he would go over but his record's not that bad it's not but i don't like think he, it, he gets outcast as a loser but he really wasn't come on what, what, what do you think I, it wouldn't be the most popular hire no but i think if you researched it for nebraska you don't you, want to research it too far yeah but yeah just, you know what i mean stay keep on the record yeah for tom herman and, the, and you might be okay with that uh-uh. It needs to be bigger, tougher, meaner. Let me ask you this then: <laughs> tougher, who's, who's a bigger name, Tom Herman or Lance Leipold? Good question, Tom Herman. Bigger name, and, I, and we regional. both love, we both love Lance. But regional appeal, Lance. National, m- more national name, Herman. Oh, currently, Lance Leipold because he's coaching, and he's coaching a, well, a tough job to a three and zero start. Lance, Lance, in a national sense. His profile's rising very quickly. It is. Yes, it is. Meanwhile, Tom Herman is working for CBS Sports as an analyst, along with Rick Neuheisel. By the way, Rick Neuheisel comes up as a candidate at Arizona State. Okay. Not no here. joke. Not here. <laughs> no. Not here. 
Well, he knows the Pac-12. He's got blonde hair, and he looks good in the sun, and he lives in Phoenix. There you go. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So, no, jobs, come on, Nebraska's a higher-profile program. God bless the fans here that sell out a stadium of 90,000 people, mm-hmm. whereas Arizona State, they can't sell out a stadium of 53,600. They're not selling it out. Now, I, and, and, you know, it would take a lot for them to, to generate any sort of sellout streak at Arizona State, even with a stadium of 53,600. Now, the fan element is just one component. It's just one data point. But I think, I think that the big one is the conference stability and the money that flows through the Big Ten. And the money that Nebraska has on hand, period, which is, you know, how about $200 million? How about that? I doubt Arizona State has $200 million in its athletic coffers. Hello. I don't, I don't think they did probably So, what, so case closed? Uh, you just like the weather in Arizona. I, I love it. You, yeah. you know I love going to Phoenix. I love that place. But I, come on. It's a great place to live. That's it. I mean, that that's one thing. But, it, but, it, but it's clear – that the best student-athletes in the country have never flocked there for either basketball or football. No. No. I, I, why? Because why? Why? the culture's not... It's not right yet. It's a party school. Yeah. I like to have fun. Joe and Bowler nailed it. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the textures right now are very vulnerable with Nebraska, and, and so that's why I kind of expect them to be more open to the idea of maybe Arizona State being a better job than Nebraska because they're really taking this hard as they should. When Nebraska sucks right now at one and three, but they've all said oh, that Nebraska is a better job than Arizona State. It makes my head hurt. To so think even about though that. you're in pain, you hate what you see in the field. You hate where you're at as a program. The fan base is still saying that Nebraska is a better job sure. than Arizona State. Yeah, we can't. What get about me. Auburn though? If that job <laughs> um, opens okay, up. now don't do that. I haven't looked into Auburn. They haven't opened up yet, so they, I, they might. So soon, though. so we can try this off the cuff. But it's not like I did any any research on Auburn. They're in the SEC West, correct? Yep. Correct. I believe so. Let me check that. Check it. Um, I, I that's a drawback. I mean, that feels feels like a drawback to me. They're in Alabama's shadow. They will always be in Alabama's shadow. Here's what I what I know about Auburn. While you're looking that up, can you listen? Auburn is in. Oh, hang on. Keep going. Yeah, they're the West. They're in the West. Okay. SEC now I want West. you to think about something. Think about something. I, it, who was the coach before Harson? I, I I just did something I hate when you do, which I ask a question that I don't know and you don't know. And I should know. It was Malzahn. Gus Malzahn. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Who was the coach before Malzahn? Tuberville. Tuberville. Who was the coach before that? Chiswick. No, sorry. The Chiswick was after Tuberville. Then. Okay. Whatever. I, anyway, I think it was Chiswick. I was reading an article. Yeah, they went Malzahn after Chiswick. Okay. It was Chiswick who yeah. said this. Every day at Auburn, you get up and you stare in the mirror and brush your teeth and shave, and, and all you can think about is what's Alabama doing today. Yeah, well, yeah that makes sense to me. Because you're, you're forever in Alabama's shadow, right? And right now, you're just that shadow is gigantic. So that's one, I would say, drawback. You could spin that into a positive, right? You could say, well, that's what you're chasing. It's a great thing to have Alabama right next to you. And it's a great thing to be in that shadow because you're chasing it all the time and it, and it builds you up. I don't know. 
I don't know much about Auburn. I, I, I studied Arizona State last night because that job's open. I didn't study Auburn. I don't know. It's an attractive job for sure. But like as you said, I mean, you, Alabama's in your division and in your state, oh, by the way. Right. You, you, you brush your teeth them. every morning thinking about Alabama. You cannot escape Alabama. Right. Now, they almost beat them last year, to be fair, but not, not oh, it's just, a great football just one school. game. It's a, great, it's a great football school. Pat Dye, right? Oh, you don't know these names. I'd give who's yeah. He was a head coach. Oh, there. okay, yeah. Long, I think long time yeah, ago. Well, I probably think when Bo Bo was there, Bo Jackson, right? You don't know. I know Bo there. Jackson, great player, one of the best of all time. Uh, Tater says this in the text line: "I will only be okay with one coach, and that coach is Urban Meyer." <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska is nothing without him. Let him redeem himself here at Nebraska with the greatest fans in college football. We, we, could, we could talk Urban Meyer for two hours a day in the show. Yeah, we could. And He's we might polarizing. get to that point at some point soon. But um, I said yesterday, coach that needs to rebrand himself, school needs to rebrand himself, perfect handshake. Pat Dye, Jake, for your edification. Head coach at Auburn from 1981 to 1992. He is in the College Football Hall of Fame. Um. There you go. Thank you for that Pat Dye update. I was, it's not an update. It's I was just your edification. I'm glad to have an edification on Pat Dye this morning. Chris in the Baldwin shop understands exactly who Pat Dye is, as do many of our older listeners. Thank you. Uh, from the text line, 464-5685, regarding this hire for Nebraska. Okay. Uh, someone says, this is Dexter unnamed, you keep saying this has to be a bigger name. The same thing was said when Nebraska hired Mike Riley. What if that happens again? Well, if that happens again, I don't. I don't even want to ponder. Didn't that. we say we said big name, right? We I mean, Bo Pelini goes nine and four, ten and four every year. Great <coughs> record. Just you know, this this is not a dumpster fire. He's leaving here by any means at all. I think it matters right now. I think it matters right now what the fan base thinks. That's what I think. I, I'm, I'm not now, Jake. Can you hear me out and help me? Can you help me get out of this hole if I'm digging one? I think right now that it does matter what the fan base thinks. I wouldn't always say that. You, in some ways, you just got to hire the right coach, trust your AD, and and if the fan base isn't totally on board or isn't on board at all, I don't. It doesn't matter. Right now, it matters to me. I think it should matter. The the state, okay, because Nebraska is in a state of disrepair. The fan base is depressed or toxic or both. It's a combo. It's everything. Um, very toxic. And I think you need some somebody that you can point to that says, this, guys, this is a no-brainer. Um, this is going to work. And it's someone that, that sort of immediately unifies. Because right now, I guess we're unified in our depression and our toxicity. Yeah, we are. Right? That, that's somewhat comforting, but not really. But I don't know. Now, do you want to add a layer to that and hire someone that, that the fan base is that says, yeah, that's good, some of it, and some of it says this is awful, and some of it, it doesn't give a damn? Sim, I mean, is that I, what you want? But here, here's the problem. What, is that I, Troy Calhoun? Is that, is that what you're going the, for? The problem is this. You don't have – I don't think there's a coach right now that exists that unifies the fan yeah, that's base. That's a good point. That's a, because that's, if we can't be unified on on one of the greatest coaches of all time, right. Urban and, Meyer, and that does not unify, it's not going. It, it's it's a complete, it's divisive as hell. That does not unify anybody, right. Urban Meyer. I mean, you have one, you've got one of the best coaches in the history of football, and even him coming with all no, the baggage he has, bickering. There's bickering. Sip, there's not. There's no coach out there. 
Isn't there? That that brings this fan base together. That's legit. That's reasonable. You're not. I mean, Nick Saban, of course, that's not happening. But in terms of sure. who is a candidate out there that brings this fan base together? You don't think Mark Stoops all the would? name? I don't think so. I mean, close. We're getting that. That's trending the right direction. I think you'd have more in favor than opposing of Mark Stoops. But even you know, let's go to the, the top names mentioned. Matt Campbell. Is has been mentioned yeah, since I, uh, the start as a favorite, and that that splits the fans. I am surprised how chilly many fans are towards that idea. Matt you know, Campbell. The, re- the reason is this: it's it's not just you know it's not just the fact that the the year they're supposed to be good they were seven and six. It's the fact he struggled to beat Iowa, right? Yeah. They beat him this year ten to seven, right. a horrible football game, right. but. Iowa fans want you to hire Matt Campbell. Say, yes, take him. We hope you do hire Matt Campbell. <laughs> good point. Because you know what? He can't beat us still. Right, good point. He, he, he took a historically right. bad offense that we had. It took, him that to, to, it took him to have that to beat us, 10-7 to 7 this year. You don't – now, in Lance Leipold. Doesn't unite the fan base. Just wouldn't do it. Good guy. Yeah. Good coach. I, I, you and I love Lance. I don't think he would create div- – a lot of division, though. But you, like Urban Meyer would create division. Yes. It would be Urban Meyer would be polarizing. Lance wouldn't be polarizing. It would just be a little bit. Is it the excitement? Yeah, the, underwhelming. The, yeah, that wouldn't. The, he wouldn't produce electricity, right? Right. I mean, but well, also Mike Riley did not produce electricity for Nebraska. No, no. Scott Frost did. Yeah, in he the did. hiring, he did. Let's see what Tom has. Let's get a call from Tom on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. Tom, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, fellas. Uh, So I wonder, Urban Meyer, but a a coach that would actually bring people together would probably be Zach Taylor. Okay. Okay. You know, went to the Super Bowl. He's got some experience. Uh, The more I'm talking about it, that's the only coach that I see that would actually unify the program yep, where I agree. Like, hey, this this is Zach Taylor. However, he starts he's going two right now, so he would have to at least get to at least six or seven wins. But when would he actually start? You'd have to get fired during the middle of the season, so that's not great either. So okay, you guys have a good one. Thank Tom, you. thank you, Tom. Tom, thanks for calling. Okay, Jake, go Zach ahead. Zach Taylor, I don't see it. No, I don't see. It. And then, again, now let, let me be very clear. You're wrong. Let me be very clear. You're wrong. I. Love Zach Taylor. I love what he did at Nebraska as a football player. I love the fact that he made the Super Bowl last year. But what is your I reservation? That, what's his success in college football? As he went coach. to the NFL. He's been a head coach he went for to what, the three Super years now? Bowl. He went to the Super Bowl with a terrible. So did Bill Callahan. What, how'd that go for Nebraska? Ouch. Checkmate. <laughs> Bill Callahan had no had no emotional attachment to this place, which 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 Zach Taylor's is strong. Scott Frost had emotional attachment after a thirteen and zero season and went sixteen and thirty one. I'm just pointing out. I'm just trying to spell anything. You that's are just, wrong on this. I don't you, think Zach Taylor. You, we're not talking about. We're not talk. By the way, by the way, we're not talking about what his win-loss record might be right now. We're talking about the initial press conference and how it would impact well, the Nebraska fans. Nebraska fans, yeah, they like their former players, but you just had an experience that was horrifying with the previous one. You're A guy that we all thought was going to be great here went 16-31. You don't and think 31. Zach Taylor would, would, 
would be the closest thing to a unifier. He, he, he might unify it to it. I just don't think he'd be a great college football head coach. Well, that's not I what really I'm don't. talking about right now. I, well, I think he would be, I by think, the way. I think you've got people that would question that, saying, well, I Well, you're going to question anybody at this point. That's what we've established. Who's the closest thing that would, that would, call, that would elicit electricity? The closest. The, 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 that would elicit electricity that you can say got his team to the Super Bowl, that has an emotional attachment to this place, would be very, would fit the culture exceptionally well, not like Bill Callahan. And, you know, the, at that point, it becomes this question what kind of staff can he put together? That's what it would become. We have, I agree 100% with Tom on this. That's, that's a name that would. That would, I don't want to say unify the fan base, but the, the fan base would, by and large, feel very good about. Very good. Off oh, the is, bat. Is it guy that... It, I get it. The press conference love. doesn't matter. I, it, somebody told me the other day, and I think I shared on this show, I, on so many damn shows, I can't remember what I say on ones, but the 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 press conference is the pinnacle for a coach, and then it all goes downhill from there, usually. Right? Now Zach's going to be very good at that podium right off the bat, but I'm telling you, he's the he's the closest thing to a unifier there is. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not saying necessarily wrong, but if, if that's true, I I just Vince, hold on. Yeah, we got to get. Let's get to Vince. Let's get to Vince Hang right after the break. break. Vince, we are, we're Hop late. in your truck, um, and call us from the truck. Yeah. Uh, text line: Would Zach is Zach Taylor the number one unifier for the fan base? Yes. I guess so. That's not a good spot. I don't think that's great, though. And I love Zach Taylor. It just shows where we're at. More next early break of the ticket. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.